Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and Dave. This is Eat Sleep Podcast Report. 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 Oh, hey, Eat she Sleep makes fun of me. See what happens? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, and Dave, we are here to have a good time, tell you about wrestling, and take a deep dive into all things. There's a lot uh, going on this week that I don't know we classify as fun. Um, yeah. But we're going to talk about it all the same. Yeah. It's uh, it's a thing. We'll get to all that, but first got to get to the business portion of this, obviously. And the business is to tell you about how you can reach us all of the time. Like, all of the time. You just go to fm99.com or 1069thefox.com because it's the easiest place to find us. We are FM99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. So right under the media tab, it'll tell you. Eat Sleep Podcast Feed, ESPR. Add your link to our most recent episode every single time if you want to find the episode nice and easy. If you don't do that and you use a podcast app, well, then just search ESPR Wrestling. That's the next easiest thing to do. And you can subscribe, give us a five-star rating and a review when you do. We appreciate it. It helps us out big time. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99, and on the Twitter at ESPR99. Super simple as well. And then finally, last but last, not least, I was going to say lost, but that's not the word I wanted. <laughs> not least, you can email us, ESPR at FM99.com. And without further ado, I'm Sean Hood, that's Dave Taylor, and uh, there's a lot to talk about this week. There is. Uh, man, the wrestling news is, uh, whew, it, it's some uh, dark stuff, by the way. Uh, hey, by the way, nice to see yeah. Lloyd. It's been a couple of weeks since we've seen you. So, and yeah. uh, Lloyd's right. It has been a sad week in wrestling um, because, and uh, there's been uh, more WWE cuts. Oh, by mm-hmm. the way, can we at least tease good news? We can't say what it is, but at least give you something to strive towards the end of the show with our big announcement a huge huge, huge we do have huge, a big announcement we do huge. it's big. Um, it is big. it's it's coming we you know what again we'll tell you uh at the end of the show what it's going to be we don't you know we want to kind of give you a reason to hang around yeah um, other than our charming nature <laughs> and it, trust me you're going to want to hear this news it's a big yes. deal uh, but in the meantime, also I'd like to point out Jordan Mack just brought this up we were talking before the show came on that next week is uh full gear for AEW, uh, Jordan Mack pointing out that AEW, the pay-per-view, is going to be shown at Cinemark Theater Saturday night for 30 oh. bucks. That's actually not bad. I might consider going to that. That's that on a Saturday night, no less. That's, you know, yeah. that's I might consider that. That's not a bad idea. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but we will talk about that pay-per-view next week. For now, we have other things to get to. And uh, OK, let's start with the let's start with it, Dave. Let's get let's get it going. <laughs> More WWE cuts, Sean. This budget cuts or whatever they are, we're gonna break. Uh, we'll break them down in groups, uh, kind of um, just based on status and everything else. Uh, I mean, these are all kind of important cuts, except for two um, who asked for the release. We'll get to them at the bottom of the list. But uh, some shockers in here: uh, the Bearcat, uh, Keith Lee, uh, Nia Jax, Karrion Cross, and Scarlett Bordeaux. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, you know, the, the Keith Lee thing, you know, it, it's, it's a guy that, uh, we all loved in NXT. It was great. Um, he comes to, uh, WWE wearing pajamas or whatever he's wearing. Um, well, his yeah. debut on the main <laughs> roster. I mean, the, the, we didn't love the music change. We didn't love the outfit change, but his debut 
went relatively well. I mean, going up yes. there, getting wins over like Randy Orton, being, you know, kind of, he looked like he was going to be pushed right into a top spot. Then he wasn't. Uh, then he disappeared for a while. Didn't know why. Uh, we found out it was a health thing. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, he's oh, he, he was okay now. Comes back. He's going to be Keith Bearcat Lee. Then he's going to be Bearcat Lee. He was a part <laughs> of the draft. He was, you know, they made a big deal out of it. And now he's gone. And it's like, well, well then what, what the hell was the point of him being a part of the draft? Like, clearly, yeah. you thought you had a plan for him and something to do with the draft, which was just a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Um, and now you're done with him? Like, this, to me, this shows the chaotic nature of the booking in WWE right now, where we, like, one week we're on something, the next week we're off of it. And it just doesn't seem like week to week there's a plan. Because if there was a plan for this guy coming out of the draft, he wouldn't have been released just now. Yeah. Uh, the dude had a ton of upside. I'm stunned he got released, but is what you know, it is. And it's a shame because we never could see if he could connect with the WWE audience. That's that's really frustrating because in NXT, he was loved. And then, you know, with the pandemic and everything last year, you know, he just, you know, showed up in an odd time. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll never know this guy's going to connect. And, you know, the one thing you say is having something, you know, for a wrestler. That used to be the thing years ago, Sean, was, you know, guys would get caught, you know, after the WrestleMania, what happened, then they, you know, mm-hmm. let go of, you know, 10, 20 wrestlers and be, well, Karina doesn't have anything for you. Yeah. Um, you know, Lloyd says, oh, they thought that uh, the Bearcat gimmick was going to stick. I didn't have a problem with it. The Bearcat gimmick was fine for me. Uh, it was, it was, I thought changing, getting rid of Keith and just calling him Bearcat Lee was stupid. Um, but I mean, either way, the Bearcat thing, I didn't have a problem with because I mean, again, it was paying homage to a previous wrestler, uh, who was a big deal in, especially for, for black wrestlers. He was, he was somebody they, they kind of were inspired by. Um, so I didn't really have a problem with that. The, but I just, it just, you just turned him heel. You set, you seem to be building him up as this monster and he's gone. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. Uh, it, it made no sense to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. (laughs) But as uh, as uh, uh, Paul points out, the same thing happened to Cross. Cross yeah. debuts. Ba- the debut, we all hated the debut. They never really seemed to get him right on the main roster. Uh, like at all, everything about him that worked in NXT, they completely ignored uh, on the main roster. We got rid of Scarlet. We got rid of the intro. Uh, we were going to change his music, apparently. We are going to repackage him before he got released, apparently. Don't um, forget the change of outfit. You know, the gladiator stupid gladiator thing. look. Oh my god! <laughs> like, what was I that? I, I dude, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, and I can't even begin to uh, to understand what they were doing with that. I mean, he didn't even last long enough to make it any pay per view. You know, I mean, he wasn't. No, he anything, didn't. I know. know. One thing that really makes me mad. Well, I, I I keep seeing people saying online all the time about how they're like, oh, AEW's roster is about to get stacked. Blah blah blah. No, no, it's not. Here's the thing. AEW has way, way, way too many people already, okay? AEW is in a position where, and I don't care what anybody says, at a certain point, they're going to have to start making cuts. They're just going to have to. There's too many people on that roster. Um, Which They're going to have to start making cuts. And I'm sorry, I'm going to be sitting here just like I I was with WWE, talking about what a waste of time it was for everybody, what a waste of potential, what a waste of, and how stupid it was on AEW's part, because they knew they couldn't afford to have that many people. They were just scooping up people that WWE was releasing. And it's it's no different than WWE. You're overinflating your roster, you have nothing for them, and then you let them go. And, you know, I'm going to give them a lot of crap for that when the time comes. Now, that being said, we're not there yet. Um... 
But Sean, you, you bring up a good point about overinflated rosters, and that was something WWE was doing all these years ago, signing all these guys so they didn't go to AEW mm-hmm. when that was going to be a thing. Or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Ring of Honor might be getting this guy. Or, uh, you know, hey, we're going to prevent you from going over here. So if they load it up, and man, they need to load up the roster. I mean, it's so many guys, you know, yes, yeah, some cuts are going to happen. And with the bigger names, you know, maybe it's just of, uh, hey, we don't have anything for you. Or, you know what, you, you just don't fit what we're looking for. Well, it's like, but here's the thing. It's like, you don't fit what we're looking for. Well, hold on a second. What you're looking for was stupid as hell. Like, look at Karrion Cross. Yeah. That was dumb as hell. That's your fault, not Cross's. Um, well, well, that, but that's what they do. They, they they put it. You know, creative comes up with this idea. Goes well, it doesn't work. Okay, guess, you know, sorry. They, t- they took away Scarlet Bordeaux from him, which was part of his act that made it work. Uh, you know, I mean, dude, you literally yeah. took away everything from the act that made it cool. Everything. Um, I the I don't I don't understand what the thought process was there. Um, Nia Jax getting released. You know, there's a lot of speculation around why she got released. Um, I'm not going to get into that right now. I am still surprised to see her go, given how prominently she was usually featured and uh, her the relationship bloodline. to The Rock and everything. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm a little surprised by that. But you know, in all in all reality, I don't think it's a bad thing she got released. I think that she could use some seasoning in some other places. Uh, maybe make it take a, take a trip around Japan. Uh, do a few things uh, with uh, like Shimmer and like do like really kind of hone her craft and then she could come back. I think she has potential to come back. I, I think of the four here, uh, I think Naya has the biggest potential to come back because she has mm-hmm. been there a while. You know, it's almost like a Drew McIntyre situation when, when Drew was let go and then he kind of needed to go find himself, you know, and, and then he came back and, you know, look, look at the guy <laughs> now, which by the way, go watch his match against Ricochet and the really Claymore good. kick was uh, <laughs> outstanding how that was executed. Really good, really good. <laughs> uh, and um, for Scarlett, I mean, you know, I think they wanted – I heard stories that maybe they want to make her a wrestler. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm just looping her in here because she should have been paired with Karrion Cross. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Does Keith Lee go to AEW and become um, uh, Adam Cole's manager? <laughs> ah, dude, it's so funny. If they did that, I would kind of – I would laugh, to be perfectly honest. It would be so WCW-like, you know, when they bring it like yeah, – you know? <laughs> Yeah, um, but no, I don't think that'll happen. I think what ends up happening is I'm not even sure he ends up in, in AEW, you know what I mean? Because again, that roster is so, so inflated at the moment. Just yeah. stop putting people on it. Stop. I'm sorry. You've got too many people at the moment to the point where, you know, you have four television, well, four shows, I should say four shows between the YouTube shows and the, um, uh, television shows and, yeah yeah and i and i'm still not uh seeing everybody all the time so it's like you've got too many people at the moment they need to come back on that roster some um but i will say of the four that you have listed here i think keith lee is the most likely candidate to make this their way to aew uh, i i would agree with you i i don't see the other ones going there maybe carrion yeah. and, and scarlet um they, they they'd be better, impact. They'd they be better fits going back to impact um yeah. Uh, I also think Karrion is the type of character that could do very well in, uh, if he went to Japan. Yeah, yeah, and th- maybe that would be good for him, too. Big, strong monster uh, uh, wrestler there. I think he'd do okay. Yeah. All right, so so the next line of uh, cuts, uh, three females who uh, we thought we were going to see on uh, Raw and SmackDown, uh, Mia Yim, Eva Marie, and who we saw two weeks ago was uh, B-Fab from Hit Row. Dude, She's gone. B-Fab is one of these – is maybe the, the third <laughs> – 
or fourth most shocking one out of this whole list to me, simply because we just had the group debut on television. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry, without her, and I and I don't mean this as, as a knock against the other three guys that are still there. Without her, that, gr- that group is going to flop. Um, and it's going to flop hard because this is this is is indicative of the company's willingness to to devote to a, a group or to a, a, a particular act, right? And it's not there. I mean, literally, we just debuted you two weeks ago, or what is it, a week ago? I don't know. Either way, and you're gone already. Yeah, she didn't yeah. do anything wrong. I mean, and she brought a lot of swagger to that group. So I'm like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm. It'll be no fault of the three men left behind if that group doesn't succeed. Yeah, I mean, big swall, not big swall. Uh, <laughs> Top dollar or uh, no, a swerve, swerve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, he, he's he's the, he's the one that's got potential. Um, Without a doubt. I mean, I think all three guys have some potential. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just, especially Top Dollar, Vince loves big guys. You know, blah blah blah. Um, I think the group there's there's potential there, but I just feel like immediately that we're already seeing signs of they're not that dedicated to the group as far as the the booking committee and, and the. Yeah, they had the Sami Zayn bit on on SmackDown on on Friday, which was. I mean, it was what it was. Yeah, awkward. Um, Roman Reigns had a great line where he's like, "I take a week off." He goes, and SmackDown sucks. <laughs> he goes, it almost sucks as bad as Raw. <laughs> and I that's was like. Line. I was like, that's a great line, and it's sad how accurate he is. Like, that's 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 not wrong. Yeah, Eve Marie was one that we were questioning why they brought her back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it just the, the character just never seemed to connect. It was kind of more like I I, I never got it. I mean, thankfully, Dewdrop is going to be fine on her own. But the Eve Marie thing, you know, and the stinker of a match against uh, Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Yeah, so I, know, I, I, look, I, like I appreciate her getting back into the business and everything else. And maybe she takes it seriously. Uh, it just didn't work. No, it didn't. And again, it really didn't seem like there was a plan. We came up with a catchphrase, the evolution. We came, we came up with a catchphrase, <laughs> and there was nothing behind it. And this no. seems to be a problem for WWE these days is we come up with a tag or, or something catchy, and we're just like, yeah, 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 that, and we just throw it on TV with nothing behind it. What was the goal of the evolution? What was the whole point of the, the the movement? You know, what was the there needs to be something more to it for it to have any legs whatsoever. And it it didn't. It had nothing. Like that was another problem when she came back and it literally just seemed like she was just back to be put on TV. So they had even Marie on TV because yeah. she's she looks good in, in a little clothing. You know, like she wasn't a great wrestler still. She was okay. You know, but she wasn't a great wrestler at any it's not like she went went away and came back a five star wrestler. Yeah, it was the same person, you know, it was like the Jim Ross line of, if you're going to come back, you better be somebody, you know, if you're going to be the same wrestler, you, you better have some new moves, because if you're the same old, same old, nobody's going to care. Yeah, no, I agree. I completely agree. Uh, Mia Yim just got a, a bad draw. Uh, that dude. Uh, retribution thing, and then uh, they, they had nothing for her. Yeah. Well, the retribution thing was a joke to begin with. We all knew that. Um, but, I mean, look what happened to the women that were associated with that. Mercedes Martinez was let go, and even Marie was let go. I mean, or not even Marie. Uh, uh, Mia Yim was let go. It's like both women attached to this thing gone. Yeah. We're done with you. Um, I will say this. I only feel kind of bad for Mia because they weren't doing anything with her. Um, she was – and Mia Yim wants to wrestle, uh, yeah. and she she's uh, engaged to Keith Lee. Uh, so, good. you know what? I, I'd rather – 
I'd rather they be able to do to do that whatever they're going to do together because they're both big names. They'll they'll be okay. I'd rather they both be able to do what they're going to do together than one of them be stuck traveling with WWE and the other one somewhere else. Now, now one thing we we don't know about this, and, and I saw stories, but this is always speculation because somebody's going to create rumors. Um, and this goes back to Keith Lee, where like sometimes like some of these guys are hard to work with in the back. You know, kind of like Bray Wyatt and Vince McMahon. Not always well, on the same page. You know, it shows me because one of the one of the things we heard, one of the reports we heard, is that Bray Wyatt was protective of his character. And it's like, good, he yeah. should be, especially a character like that. He should be protective of it. Now that being said, if he was protective of it and some of that crap still happened, holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what they really had planned? Yeah. I know that's what I'm saying. All right, uh, two two more names uh, from NXT. Uh, one who just made her debut like a couple months ago, Frankie Monet, uh, Tyre Valkyrie um, from Impact, and then Ember Moon, who uh, came back from an injury, and then um, you know I I enjoyed her. Um, I like I like I liked Tyra. Didn't like the Frankie Monet character. Thought that didn't suit her at all. Um, I, don't know. But- I was fine with Frankie Monet. It wasn't a whole lot different than her Tyre Valkyrie character. Other than the fact that she wasn't having intergender matches, really, yeah. well, um, it was still a very similar character. But you know, it's funny as even she said, like when when right after it happened, she had posted. She was like, "Well, that didn't go as planned." <laughs> yeah, um, I, I could see. Now Lloyd said this, and I could see this. If AEW is going to pick up anybody from these releases, I could see them picking up one or two of the women. I could see them picking up Ember Moon. She'd be a, a big boost to the women's division. Uh, I could see Frankie uh, Frankie Monet, Taya Valkyrie showing up too. I yeah. Think I think she'd be a big boost to the women's division too. Um, so I do think that I think if AEW is picking up anybody, I think it might be some of the women. I think that I would think that before I think any of the guys. I I, I agree with you on that because that that's the one division that while it's getting better, getting better needs help. It, it still needs some help and stuff, and, yeah. and um, you know, and and. The, yeah, that end needs, needs needs to be worked on, and then um, and hopefully that'll change. Okay, two other names. Um, one that that was been signed for like over a year, did absolutely nothing. Harry Smith, and then Oni Lorkin. Um, How did you not do anything with this guy? Oni Lorkin. You know what's funny is he was in NXT for so long, and he was such a workhorse in NXT. Uh, I mean, literally had almost no character to him, but other than he was just going to show up, and every time he had a match, it was going to be a stiff fight looking match you know what i mean yeah uh, so he could be dependent on for that but the downside is this that's not what they want on the main roster so i never saw him going anywhere no and, and then harry who was there a few years ago uh davy boy smith jr uh british bulldog's son uh um, i think he had who, one dark match yeah i think he had one dark match and then they let him go again it's like dude what are you doing <laughs> you didn't even give him a chance like if I'm a second-generation wrestler or a third-generation wrestler at this point whose name isn't Orton, I think I stay the hell away from WWE. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, fact- obviously the Usos are doing well and this, that, and the other. So yeah. there are exceptions to that. But there's so many guys who have gone through there that have never gotten a shake. We know Harry Smith can wrestle. We've just seen this dude all over the world now at this point. Yeah, and it's frustrating because when he was there years ago with uh, Tyson Kidd, yeah. Um, you know, and then all of a sudden, like one day, this announcer's just trashed him. Well, they got no personalities. They got no this. How can we get behind a wrestler? I mean, it's one thing if you say, look, he has an attitude or whatever that makes him heelish. But if you're mm-hmm. just going to trash the wrestler for no reason, uh, you know, how, 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 how can fans em- embrace somebody if you're just going to crap on them all the time? I Agreed. don't get that. What's funny is one of the other only uh, secondary, uh, secondary, second generation wrestlers that I see them doing anything with at the moment is as he brought up uh, Lloyd, he said Braun Breaker, uh, which is Rex Steiner. And again, in NXT, sure, he's getting pushed. He's getting pushed good. 
Uh, I actually like what they're doing with him there, other than the stupid Braun Breaker name. Um, yeah. But oh, did, I, you, I, did you like the match at the Havoc, though? With, I uh, did. I did like the match. It was about 13 minutes long, which I felt like was a good length because it didn't overstay its welcome because I don't think Rex Steiner is in a place where he can have a 20, 30, 40-minute match at this point. Um, so I felt like 13 minutes was the sweet spot. It wasn't It wasn't a, um, a what do you call it, a, a, a takeover. So it didn't need to be quite on that level. Um, but I felt like it was a good TV special main event. Um, I thought Rex, I thought Rex looked good in there with, uh, um, with Champa. He kept up with the guy who's, I mean, really one of the best guys they have on the roster. Yeah. Um, and I thought they, I thought they did a good job there. Um, but I think, I think they're doing everything right with him at the moment, other than the stupid name. It just kills me that we're so gung ho about not letting him use the name when he wears the same kind of outfit his dad did. He talks just like his uncle. Um, his music is like his uncle's, like he's got the siren and everything. I'm like, what are we doing? Everything about this screams Steiner. And even, and even call him, you know, the, the move of Frankensteiner. Yes. Like, I'm like, <laughs> come on, just call it. Like the crowd barks at him. Like, like, I mean, come on. I, I was surprised he was in the main event. I want, Cause like so soon. Just I don't know if I felt like it was like a ratings grab kind of thing. I mean, obviously it I took think, a lot to beat him. It took a lot yeah, to beat him. I think it was more of a uh, we're kind of putting the emphasis on the NXT 2.0. So I think the more it's more emphasis of new faces and this that and the other thing that are getting pushed as opposed to a ratings thing or anything like that. Because I mean, nobody's going to jump for Braun Breaker. Nobody knows what that name. I think I think it was more just an emphasis of the 2.0 part of it is that like we're moving on we're getting new faces that you're gonna these are some of the people you're gonna be seeing in the main spots these days well you know and some of those guys you mentioned like like i think johnny gargano um gargano had a, a dark match on smackdown last week. him and kyle o'reilly yeah and then I, I don't know who had one this week and then um, i think i think it was those two i think it was gargano and kyle week. o'reilly yeah and then yeah. so it'll probably somebody else friday when uh smackdown comes to Smackdown. and i really don't want either of them showing up in the main roster because they're both smaller dudes <sighs> Um, that I see standing no chance. I see Gargano's got the, the charisma to get over with the crowds. If he's given the right stuff to do, he could easily be another Daniel Bryan type character as far as like the crowds getting behind him. And yes. He can work the matches. that will get people excited. Yes. I don't, I don't think Kyle O'Reilly has that charisma. Um, I, th- I think that he would kind of, I think that he would kind of, uh, um, um, flounder on the main roster. Uh, the only exception to that would be like, if you put him in a tag team, cause I do think he's a good tag team wrestler. And, and, and maybe they end up that way. You know, it's weird because I think of the size thing because, you know, because like when Adam Cole was somewhere, it's like, wow, he's a lot shorter than I realized. And yeah. Then, you know, in, in AEW, he was like fighting somebody who was like, you know, five something. And it's like, well, they're the same size, you know. Well, he, what's funny is on this uh, on. <laughs> hey, Patrine, how you doing? So thanks for checking in. Um, if you if you watch this most recent episode of rampage from the other night he was taking on john silver who's only five five so adam cole was bigger than him and i'm like that's not something you see very often no it's um, not <laughs> god love john silver it just seems odd to see him in there sometimes but the dude works hard and he is so much stronger than he rightfully should be at that size um but uh you know adam cole it's funny because a lot of these guys are smaller in nxt or in aew that doesn't seem to mean as much you no know what it, I mean? it doesn't what you know which is interesting with some of these cuts is who's going to go, you know, if AEW picks up anybody and not, not to mm-hmm. blow up the roster anymore, uh, would it be the smaller guys or would it be the last two cuts, uh, Grand Metal League and Lindsay Dorado? I don't think they need to go there. I think they I think they stand a better chance uh, going 
almost literally anywhere else. I'd be willing to bet one of those guys shows up in uh, Impact in the X Division. Um, but I think they're both better off uh, going to AAA or something like that because the advantage the advantage people have is they can go somewhere like a AAA. They can go to a CZW. They can go to wherever they want to go as far as these indies or Japan or whatever and still work with AEW. They don't have to be on the AEW roster to be a part of AEW's stuff. Um, so I that's think that's true. a good thing because Metalik and Lince Dorado would do well overseas. They would do well in AAA. And I think you could bring them in uh, for some stuff in uh, AEW without needing them there all the time. You know, and it's a shame, you know, with these guys, because, I mean, they were there for a couple of years. And, you know, sometimes you'd see them. And then, you know, six months later, and then, like, they show up and go, oh, yeah, these guys are still in WWE. I forgot. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. You know, it's not getting used. It's just uh, – it's it just so frustrating, but uh, you know, I wish them all the best. Um, you know, all, all 100%, the cuts. Um, you know, you know, there's no, I know, you know, some people, you know, like the poo poo people on the internet with like Naya uh, or, or Eva Marie or whatever else, and it's like, you know, it's like people had jobs. Yeah, you, you know, you know not, people, this is what I'm people not, strive for. I'm not cheering because because the, because they lost their jobs. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's nothing about them that makes them seem like they're they're now. You know, it, it's not like I it's not like I hate them. You know what I mean? Maybe I didn't like them as performers uh, with Nia Jax. Even sometimes I felt like she was unsafe. But I also feel like that's partially on the company because I I always felt like she was put out there much sooner than she was ready for. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that's partially on them because if you if you don't if you haven't learned it and then you go out there and do it wrong and then that's how you keep doing it, then you're going to do it wrong. That's what's in your head. Um, so I feel like she has a chance now to really get some, some seasoning on her from other, from other places, work with some people she wouldn't have worked with, maybe get a, a little more refinement to her craft and then come back if she wants to. Um, and again, I'm never going to root for people unless, unless somebody is a terrible, terrible person who, I don't know, uh, like another release messages, sexually explicit things to children. Um, I'm never going to root for you to lose your job unless you're that person. So agree with you hundred percent. That's how that goes. Yeah, yeah. So what the, or, was, or 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 <laughs> Kevin Dunn. I want him to lose his job. <laughs> the directing sometimes, you know, if I could, would just switch cameras and just right, you know, look, they, they get some things right when it comes to protecting the move and making the cut. And then there's other times where you're just like, I'm gonna have a seizure because there's just so many damn cuts. Stop it. <laughs> Hate that. Drives me nuts, you know. Because that's one thing AEW sometimes needs to work on is sometimes when the moves get executed, they can, uh, you know, get get those cuts right. Sometimes they get it, some, you know, but they're getting there. So, by the way, speaking of uh, AEW, uh, we want to uh, wish uh, the best for John Moxley, and um, you know the uh, John, uh, you know, quite quite the week he's entering rehab for alcohol use. Uh, we just learned this about uh, four days ago. And uh, just wishing him nothing but the best um, in a you know situation. You know, we don't know the story or anything, but hopefully he gets the help that he needs. And it takes all the time in the world before he comes back. Right, right. Uh, he he. I'm I'm kind of with Tony Khan on this. I'm I'm not going to say a lot. I, I think Tony Khan put it perfectly that it's a very hard decision to realize you need help, and that. Uh, I'm proud of uh, John Moxie for realizing he did. And uh, CM Punk said something similar. You know, it takes a lot to re reach out and admit you need help. 
um, and that you're at a point where you can't keep doing this. So I want him to uh, obviously go there, get healthy, and get into a better place for himself personally, for his wife and his child, uh, and get back so that we can all enjoy seeing him on TV again. I just, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's. Every, I think everybody's supporting John Moxley right now. I don't know anybody who's not supporting him. Yeah, I, I thought Punk's statements on on Dynamite were great. Um, you know, because you know to come out, you know, and to publicly have it be addressed, um, you know, it, it, it takes a lot because you know sometimes you hear things you don't you know you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, and for Tony Khan to come out and explain what's going on and everything, um, you know, the Punk to do everything on Wednesday, um, this he's a loved guy. I mean, he's a very right. guy in the industry, and, and everybody's uh, pulling for him. Uh, he did; ha- he was going to be wrestling uh, Daniel Bryan. Obviously, that change uh, it'll be Miro fighting him at uh, Full Gear, um, which is interesting because I was trying to think of what or not um, when they were in WWE if they fought each other in a match. Who's that? Uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, Rusev. Oh, I'm sure they had to. They had to. I can't imagine they didn't. Um, I mean, I remember the Royal Rumble where, where Daniel got Yeah, no, they 100% did. They, they 100% did. I just typed in Daniel Bryan versus Rusev, and the, the, the different bunch of different results came up. Okay. Yeah, so they've absolutely fought each other before. And if nothing else, I mean, like, I could point to a SmackDown episode where it was a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Ah, okay. So at the very least, I can point to that. Okay, but nothing, but not like a whole pro, high profile. They didn't have any feud or anything that I could recall. Yeah, I think a lot of times they probably run separate brand. Well, then plus by the time Rusev was going, and then you know we didn't see Daniel for a couple of years, so that's always kind of wondered where. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So it'll be. Uh, I'm intrigued by the match at the very least. It should be interesting. John Moxie stepping out obviously causes a hole, but you know I think they're filling it the best they can. Yeah. The only the only difference I would have done was I would have had a different like I would have had a um, some kind of. Uh, uh, like I don't know. Did see and now I'm I'm lost on the timeline of the tournament. Did did Miro did Miro qualify or did he get put back in? No, he, he got he, he got put back in because uh, see, Orange, I, I Orange Cassidy. Yeah, was um, well. Preston Vance was the one that was in that first round who lost against Moxley. Right, because I would have had two guys who had lost to compete again for the spot rather than just giving it to somebody. That's just how I would have done it. But I mean, yeah. I'm fine with Miro being in there. Yeah, I mean, the other guys that, that lost in the first round were Lance Archer, Dustin Rhodes, Powerhouse Hobbs, who lost Orange Cassidy, and then uh, and then Preston Vance. Or, or right. Preston 10 Vance. So. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but again, going back to John Moxley, we all wish him the best, and we want him to succeed in, in his endeavors to, to take care of himself. That's all that really matters. Yeah, that, that's the most important thing right now. Take all the time in the world and, uh, and wishing you the best and, and for uh, his wife and his kids. Michael bringing up WWE 2K22 after all the cuts. Uh, Lloyd had actually sent me something the other day about, I think it was Lloyd, when um, the cuts happened. And it was just along the lines of stuff like, the guys who work at 2K are probably flipping tables right now. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we'll definitely have some names on there that aren't with the company anymore, I'm sure. Yeah. So Exactly. That's what it is. So, hey, um, so, so, you know, Sean, we were watching you around SmackDown last couple of weeks. And we know like a couple of weeks ago, they talked about Survivor Series, but then we didn't get mm-hmm. any matches announced. And then no, 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 no. About, no. about 3 o'clock on, on Twitter yesterday, they said, hey, in about 30 minutes, we're going to announce the Survivor Series card. At least a couple of matches. Um, the, the traditional Survivor Series matches. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
What should we in, now have? Yeah, in the lamest announcement ever. Like, oh boy, this like, wow, this announcement was like normally they're you know you think of announcements, you think bugles, you think uh, 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 people reading from scrolls, you think nope, nope, this one was like a wet fart. Yeah. Um, it just came out on Twitter and it was just like, hey, these are the teams. Hope you like them. There's literally nothing being put into this. Here's my thing: if this is where we're at, if we're to this point. Like, it was already bad enough that Survivor Series meant nothing, yeah. okay? It meant nothing, and it never has, really. Um, but if you're not even going to give a storyline for why people are in these matches or anything, or or anything like that, let's get rid of the whole pay-per-view. It makes no sense anymore. Yeah, especially Team Raw, by the way, which was, was five guys who were just drafted from SmackDown. Uh, Seth Rollins, Dominic Mysterio, uh, Ray, uh, Finn Balor, and Kevin Owens. Um they're the they're the raw team. They were just on SmackDown a month ago, uh, taking on Team SmackDown. Um, a few of them were on Raw: uh, Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, uh, then Happy Corbin, King Woods, and Sami Zayn. Boy, uh, wow! I, like, okay, so the SmackDown team or the Raw team—I don't know. The Raw <laughs> team uh, actually has you know some credibility to it. Yeah, the SmackDown team. Holy crap! Essentially, the only ones with credibility are Drew and King Woods. Yep. Other than that, I mean, Jeff Hardy hasn't done anything substantial in forever, no. uh, and he's been kind of used as as pinning fodder for everybody else. Uh, Sami Zayn has done nothing meaningful recently, and I hate, I hate, and I mean hate <laughs> from deep down inside of me, hate Happy Corbin. How much hate, Sean? Oh my God! Like the burning, fiery inferno of a thousand. Like, like, like if if you could just make a voice that just said, "I hate Happy Corbin." I mean, what, I, what does I that sound like? Would love to oblige you, but it froze. Um, <laughs> so I don't have one at the moment. So it would just be something along the lines of, "I hate Happy Corbin." <laughs> I really, I can't. I, I, I hate that guy so much. He, and God bless him for doing his best to work with this gimmick. But I is such a stupid gimmick. This is the the this is quintessential go away heat. This is not real heat. They're not getting heat. They're making. I literally fast forward when they come on the the TV. Well, and the whole Riddick or Mad Cat Moss thing is just uh, it's 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 weird. It's bizarre. And then the whole Viking Raiders match or experience or whatever the heck the team is this week on mm-hmm. uh, SmackDown was just what, what what was that? You know, it's just. You know, I don't know, uh, dude. I hate him so much. I like, uh, and again, they're working with this gimmick that doesn't make any sense to me. No, well, it's because he, you know, he because he won money, and you know, he's. He, I, I thought with the broke thing, I thought there was going to be sympathy, and he's become become a baby face, and the, and then they just shifted and did a one eighty and just kept it heel. By the way, uh, so that that's the men's match that we just announced. Uh, the women's yeah. match, by the way, Sean Bianca Belair, Carmelita, or Car- Carmella. I'm sorry. Did you say, did you say Carmelita? <laughs> I know Carmelita. All right, so Bianca Belair, Carmella, Liv Morgan, Queens Lena, and Rhea Ripley. I don't know where Nikki, I guess, is going to be on the sidelines. We're yeah, seeing SmackDown, Sasha Banks, Aaliyah, Natalia, Shayna Baszler, and Shotzi. Aaliyah, who hasn't wrestled yeah. yet on, on SmackDown, which there's a name missing that we once saw on SmackDown, Sean. I don't know if you can uh, think of it. She fought Selena Vega twice, you know, beat her the first time, lost the second time for the Queens uh, tournament. You know who that is? Off the top of my head, no, I'm, I'm having a brain fart. Tony who is Storm. 
Oh, yeah. See, I forgot about her because the effing never do anything with her. No, all, all the potential in the world. You know, she's going to be in the next round of cuts. And, and, and then, you know, she can go to AEW and kick some butt there. Um, what, what's going on? Dude, I don't know. And, I mean, you look at the roster at the moment, right? You got Tony Storm, so you could have picked her, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, and then you go through the rest of the names on there. The only ones left are Naomi, who's currently mixed up in that thing with Sonya Deville. Yeah. Uh, which they better give us a reason at some point for why that she hates so- uh, Naomi so much. Yeah. First of all, first of all, I need her to stop calling her Naomi. That's really <laughs> annoying because her name is not Naomi; it's Naomi. Um, uh, yeah. So the only ones left are the, there are Naomi, Charlotte Flair, and Tony Storm. Yeah. Zia Lee, Lee hasn't hasn't debuted yet. No, but they but they got the packages to the vignettes running for her. Yeah, but she's not there yet, so she's not even there so i mean literally those are the only names left and you know you're not gonna use naomi because she's mixed up in a program um i'm kind of glad they didn't use charlotte and tony storm we're just not doing anything with her yet again if you know she's one of those people that i'm like jesus man she was doing so much more before she came to wwe and this is such a bummer to watch them do absolutely nothing with her yeah yeah, we're gonna run vignettes. We'll bring you up. Oh crap! Uh, just go sit in catering. We got nothing. Oh, you wanted to wrestle? Oh, What's, by, by, by the way, the Shotzi heel turn. Um, okay, so you have a tank. You're over with the crowd, and um, we're just gonna turn you heel for no real reason, other than you know the being mad at Sasha Banks. Right. Yeah. And now, oh, way. by the way, now we're gonna team you up together. So uh, you're gonna eliminate each other uh, on, the, on the team, so Raw can win. Most likely. Um, I, I don't have a clue why we're doing any of this at this point. I, <laughs> dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm no, I'm so not motivated to watch, uh, Survivor Series this year. They got a lot of work to do to get me involved. <laughs> oh, and we just set up this big thing between the New Day and the, the Bloodline. And now you're telling me that one of the main guys, like King Woods, is going to be wrapped up in the Survivor Series match. And I, I think they're wrestling, and they're going to probably wrestle on SmackDown on Friday, is my guess. Uh, maybe that, that draws Big E in, so they can set up the Big E versus Roman Reigns match at Survivor Series. I don't know, maybe. That's very possible. Um, but they also could have just done that because it's champion versus champion. But you know what? I'm not going to complain. If they have a storyline there, uh, I won't get mad. They have an actual storyline for it. So Yeah, yeah, because... Um... I mean, you know, what are they doing? You know, what is WWE doing? I asked that question <laughs> so much, and uh, oh boy. Yeah. In any event, I, I don't have an answer for that, so we won't try to answer that today. That would take way too long. Yeah. Um, we, will, we will be going to SmackDown, so Friday, uh, Smack, SmackDown is at uh, Scope in Norfolk. Yes. Yes, it is. And uh, you should go if you can. Uh, tickets are still available, by the way. Make sure you uh, go get them at a – I think it's – what do you get tickets from? Is it WWETickets.com or something like that? Uh, t- Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster. You go to, okay, Ticketmaster. Yeah. You get your tickets uh, for the scope. It'll be awesome. It's going to be – I mean, it's going to be a live SmackDown. Who doesn't want to be there for that? It is, it is of the two shows, the better show, it for is. sure. It yeah. is the A show. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> so we're going to be there. It's going to be a good time. Uh, and in addition to that – our big announcement is that prior to that, I don't remember what day specifically. Do you remember? Wednesday. 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 We will be speaking with the wise man himself, the advocate, Paul Heyman, on Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. So, uh, we will be speaking to him. It's going to be awesome, to say the least. Uh, I will say this. If you have any questions... 
that you would like us to ask him, you can shoot them in. We will try to work them in. I would just want you to get them get them to ESPR at FM99.com as soon as you can. Uh, because, you know, if you get them in last minute, I can almost guarantee they won't get worked in because we're going to have to go through some and see which ones we can use anyway. So if you got questions for Paul Heyman, ESPR at FM99.com. Uh, Petrine, I don't bring signs anymore. I'm too big for that. I'm a gigantic person to begin with. I'm not blocking anybody's view worse than I already do. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I used to bring signs. Uh, if you watch SummerSlam 1993, you can see me and my sign, um, right for the, uh, Bret Hart, Jerry Lawler, Dwink match and all that. If so. you, uh, if, if you happen <laughs> to be going though, and you want to bring an ESPR sign, that would be yeah. nice. We would love that. Yeah. I think our seats are not near We're We're on camera side, unfortunately. So we're not going to be yeah. seen unless the cra- uh, crane, pans that side but probably not well if you look at us we're not pretty enough to be on camera so it makes sense so anyway yes we are going to be talking to paul Heyman, so please get those uh those questions in as soon as you can uh to espr at fm99.com if you would like us to try and work one of yours in um but other than that i think that's going to do it for this week um wait wait, paul paul asks is AEW coming to odu and yes they are the following wednesday oh interesting how that timing works out isn't it? it it is it is um so i will um I'm going to that show. I, I believe I got to double check. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Cause it's right for our big food drive. So I will uh, um, see how much of that I can make. Cause I know those tapings are long because they do all the tapings in one night. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. What a long night. So in any event, uh, we already gave you the email. Remember to, uh, to uh, send us the, your questions or hey, anything you want to send us, go ahead. But in the meantime, you can always find us on social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99, on the Twitter at ESPR99. You can also find us on all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Give us a five-star rating and a review when you subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. And in addition to that, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab, ESPR. That's where you find it each and every week. So until next week, uh, well, I guess this week, um, when we, we will be talking to the wise man, Paul Heyman. Remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Oh, he's going to love that. Uh. He is. He is. We <laughs> actually have to come. I'm sure when he, we introduce him to ESPR, I'm sure that might be all he hears. Uh, we'll have to explain the origin of the name to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Have a great day, everybody. All right. Have a good one, everyone. Get out. See you later.